Welcome to the My Curious Colleague Podcast with your host, me, Denise Veneri. We'll be talking all things consumer relations with a focus on consumer product goods organizations and the brand specialist and analyst roles and responsibilities. So if you like CPGs like I like CPGs, marketing, insights, and caring deeply for your consumers, well, take a listen. Hello, my curious colleagues, and today my guest is Andy Benache, who will be answering his customizable double secret bonus question. Hey, Andy. Uh, hey, just remind everybody a little bit about your background before we move into the secret question. Sure. Um, Andy Benache, Director of Operations with a company called Holdcom. We're a production studio with voice talent for businesses. Uh, 30 years plus in the business doing this. Yeah. Um, but it's a, it's a good, it's a good time. Okay. And for those of you who may have missed Andy's prior episode, it is season four. So go check that out. We're talking all things IVR on that and kind of continuing that trend here because you are, in my estimation, like the IVR guru. Um, and again, that's in my humble opinion. So your question is, what should brands or companies or contact centers, for that matter, consider as they're either launching a fresh IVR, which of course stands for interactive voice response, press one for X, press two for Y, um, whether it's launching a new one or rebranding an IVR and get granular for me, if you don't mind. Sure. Um, you know, I too often we find with the IVR that it's sort of the, it's like the middle child. It's a little bit forgotten. There's other shiny new toys that people are busy getting launched or, you know, trying to tune and get ready. Um, but when you're launching, um, the IVR is going to play such a key role in the success of your launch or not. So we really want people to focus on that and spend the time and energy to get it right. And that really starts with knowing your customer, understanding who they are and how they, they interact with your brand and why are they calling and making sure that you're getting the scripting for the IVR right uh, and working with a company that's going to help you optimize that, right? You, there's a way that you can um, you just minimize the amount of choices there are. The less choices you have, the easier it's going to be for the caller. Yeah. So we always, we always encourage people, don't, don't put nine choices because there's nine possible ways to, to press a button. Just limit it down to three if you can. You can always break it down and do another one and, and do three more, but make it, make it as easy as possible for the, for the caller. Um, the other thing is think about your brand. How do you want this to sound? Should this be on brand? Should it, it's, it's, this is a spokesperson. This is a, many times the first impression people are going to get of your brand that they're interacting. So make that front door look really nice. You want to have some curb appeal here. Make it sound good. Make it sound crisp and clean so that it's not mumbled and, and, and the volumes, you can't hear it. You know, it should really represent the brand. Um, just the way you would coach an agent. That's the way you want to kind of think of this, right? You want it to be the best that it can be. Um, we look at uh, the scripting, as I said. We look at the, the call flow. Oftentimes, we'll, we'll get a script to record and we'll look at it and, it and it reads really nice, but it's not really written for the ear. And that's one of the things that we really recommend that you do. 
read it out loud. I know it sounds silly, but read it out loud and, 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 and have somebody react to it. If it doesn't like ring right for the ear and there's too many words and it's too formal, a lot, often people will put please after every option. Please press one. For sales, please press two. For such and such, please press three. How many times are you going to say please, right? Just say please once. We get it. You want to be polite, but you don't need to have please every time. So there's subtle little things that people just fall into habits of doing. Um, there's still people that say dial, right? Who's the last time you dialed a phone? Um, you know, it's press, it's touch. Those are the those are the current terms. Make sure that you're using current language. Um, and then again, back to that brand image. Do you have a young brand? Should it be a young voice? We've done recordings in children's voices because that was on brand. You know, those are the types of things that make a difference with the caller when they're calling that to say, hey, wow, I just called Lego. And this sounds like a really fun kind of voice that I think I'm going to have a really good interaction with this brand. They haven't even spoken to an agent yet. So those are some of the things that I would consider um, when setting up your IVR. So um I think calling out some of those nuances is, is a great, is excellent. Thank you for that. And then who is, who is in charge of it typically that you've seen? Like, is it your contact center? Um, you know, myself, maybe as a specialist analyst, am I doing that first draft of the script or am I pulling in my brand partner or, you know, who, who usually does that first draft in, in your experience? We, we find a lot of times, and again, back back in the day when there was a separate software just for the IVR, that software company would provide the programming. But now the software is all sort of all in one, right, in your contact center. So we would look to the, your IT folks or the folks who are responsible for your contact center software uh, to be the ones that are setting up the logic and the flows for those calls. But the brand, the brand partner really needs to get involved because you need to have that voice of the customer injected in there, right? Because uh, a, a, a tech is going to be very logical and they're going to look at, they're going to take the data and they're going to build a, a flow that matches the data. And that is certainly one part of the conversation. But you want to have those other nuances, the things that are, are brand sensitive. Uh, sometimes we see marketing getting involved because they, they, they really want to have that sort of, they'll, they'll edit that language to make it more on brand as opposed to it just being that sort of static, old, what I would call old IVR language, right? Kind of stodgy and boring. Um, those are the types of things. So it could come from a number of different places. And I would recommend that it be it be a, a little bit of a uh, you know survey of of folks from different camps to make sure that each is getting their their piece of it involved. Okay, and then where where do they come up with the actual content? So you agree? So I understand you want to make sure the tone and everything is reflective of the brand persona. Now, taking it down a notch, mm -hmm. who decides what? press one should be like, what is the, the questions that the IVR should be trying to address? Does that come from, cause I'm thinking, um, and again, I haven't done this part of it. I don't think um, I would go to the consumer, the contact data that I'm mm -hmm. seeing from consumers and maybe offer up uh, some of those ones that we want to um, include on the IVR. Where have you seen the content coming from? So again, who's calling and, and why are they calling is kind of a big, you know, starting point. If it's a packaged product and you pick it up and there's a number on it because you're calling for that specific product 
um, you can be very specific with what those options are. But if it's, um, you know, uh, a, a, an organization and it's, it's, there's many products that are going to be represented, you've got to treat that differently, right? Because now are you calling for sales or customer I'll service, one, right? One brand in this scenario, if you don't mind. One brand. Um, I'm just trying to think of, um, trying to think of something broad, right? Uh, you think like, um, like a Unilever, right? They, they got all these different brands. So each one of those brands are going to have their own IVRs individually set up for the, for those different brands. Um, but um, I'm trying to think of something more general. Um, we do a lot of healthcare. Um, so at a healthcare organization, there's, um, you know, you're calling in and it could be a number of reasons why you're calling in, right? You could be the patient, you could be the doctor, you could be a visitor, you know, so all those different uh, stakeholders need to be considered when they're calling. Perfect. What does it usually take from assignment of the task to getting it up and running? Like how much should I plan for in terms of a, of a project? Could it be done, um, in a month? Does it take longer? I know there's no hard and fast answer here, but just to give me a sense. Yeah, I'm, there's different pieces to this puzzle. So we were just talking about programming the IVR. That's, that's something that could take um, of several weeks, right? If, especially if you're starting from scratch. Often we're coming into a situation where there's sort of a benchmark where we can say, this is what we have. And this is, you know, we're, we're moving. Here's an example that happens off. We're moving off of a legacy system and we're going into the cloud now. And we want to move the IVR into the cloud. Okay. So that becomes a very fast transaction because we can take the existing scripting and we can move that over. But then we could also say, hey, what are some of the new tools that we have in this new software? Right. And we can start looking at some of those deflection pieces that we talked about in the podcast, where there might be some digital assets that we can drive people through to through this new IVR. So those are the two becomes more of a tuning and a tweaking. So um, that's that's one piece that could take uh, you know a week to two weeks to three weeks, depending on how involved it is. If we're doing a very large IVR for like Verizon Wireless, that you know, that could that could take months. Um, but in, in general, a consumer affairs brand, something like that, um, I would say probably a couple of weeks. Um, we get involved in the recording, which is sort of the final piece. Once that script's been written, it's been vetted, everyone's kind of signed off on it. And we do that very quickly. That's like within a couple of days that gets recorded. And then there's the the text will then upload those files into the system. So, um, you know, probably within a month, I would say you should you should look towards but there's going to be a lot of moving parts outside of just the idea. Sure, sure. And the, I mean, the last thing you want to do is have your recording agency or even your IT folks have to do something in a, you know, in a real hurry. So you do want to be planful. So that that helps to understand a little bit about the about the timing. And I think one of my biggest ahas is. I don't think I knew who today was programming IVRs and to understand now that that technology has been centralized or, you know, there's, there's a shift there. Yeah. And, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you, you I was going to say, and, and if I understand correctly, it's really mostly the brand or the, you know, the CPG companies, IT person or the tel- telephony person programming. Yeah. It would be their technology partner, whoever supported oh, their software. Oh, their technology partner. Right, but right. it would be through. Okay. Right. 
So whether they have that internal, whether it's their BPO, you know, there's there's different ways that that would be uh, that would be looked at. But um, yeah, it would it would be nice to always have time to to the luxury of time. We often get this at the last minute and uh, we race to get it done, but it's okay. We understand that there's there's other pieces that people have to get you know put together before we get to the to the final recording but we want the script to be right so we live by we live and die by that script so let's get the script right and then we'll get the recording right absolutely you are truly my IVR thought leader and i really appreciate you being such a a, a doll for sticking around for your double secret bonus question i really think it was valuable I love talking about technology. I love talking about all this sort of stuff. So if your callers or your listeners have a uh, uh, questions, they can always find me. I'm happy to answer it for them. Hey, how can somebody get in touch with you? The best place would be on LinkedIn, Andrew Benache okay. on LinkedIn, um, B-E-G-N-O-C-H-E, that silent G. Uh, but uh, that's uh, I'd be happy to, to answer questions for you. Perfect. Thanks again. Thank you, Denise. If you've learned even a kernel of an idea or was inspired by this episode, please consider rating and reviewing the podcast on Apple Podcast. Be sure to share out the hashtag CPGCX because CPGCX really and truly rocks. You have been listening to the My Curious Colleague podcast with Denise Benito. Thank you for your time.